Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Hills Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately. All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. Continuing on our theme of hormone health this month, I've got solopreneur our host, Michael O'Neill, in the Nashville studio to talk about men's health and why guys, 
it might be time to get your testosterone checked. That's in today's episode. And then in part two with Michael, we'll be discussing a natural way to grow back hair, drug-free, of course, and exactly how he went from balding to a beautiful head of hair and how you can too. But first, Food Heals Nation, have you tried Sambucol's Black Elderberry Syrup yet? You've heard me talking about it on the show, and I love this syrup because syrup is a simple way for your body to absorb the natural power of black elderberry and keep it running at peak performance. It's got a great tasting berry flavor, and it's just delicious on its own, or you can mix the syrup in water, fruit juices, smoothies, yogurt, sauces, and more. Sambucol is extremely choosy about what berries go into every bottle of Sambucol. It's kind of their thing. Since the start, they've only used the premium European Hatchberg variety of black elderberry. They choose them because the berries are grown under some of the best conditions in the world and are packed with all the good stuff you expect in your immune support product. And I love this syrup because it's the OG product. It is super versatile in the kitchen, but they also have gummies, chewable tablets, drink powders, capsules, and more. All of the products are vegan except for the throat lozenges, which do contain honey. They're all gluten-free, dairy-free, nut-free, soy-free, and they contain no artificial colors or flavors. Check out the blog at sambucolusa.com so you can see all of the amazing recipes that you can make with the Sambucol syrup. It's a great way to get your kids immunity boosting without making them take a pill or something, right? So Food Heals Nation listeners get 15% off their next order of $9.99 or more at sambucolusa.com using the promo code FOODHEALS15 at checkout. Again, that's FOODHEALS15 to get 15% off your order of $9.99 or more. Next up, my interview with Michael. Roll it, Roxy. The Food Hills Podcast starts now. Today's guest is one of the OGs of the second wave of podcasting with his show, The Solopreneur Hour, which has garnered over 10 million downloads. Known as one of the best deep dive podcast interviewers in his game, his course, The Art of the Interview, is available at artoftheinterview.co. On the health front, he's a staunch advocate for men having their testosterone checked and is one year removed from having a hair transplant in Istanbul. We travel and speak at events together frequently, like PodFest, We Are Podcast, New Media Summit, so many more. And we may have been known to host a karaoke party or two. Food Heals Nation, my friend, Michael O'Neill. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Is that how you always introduce guests? So I don't always introduce them live if they're on Zoom. I do that separately. And then I just go, hey, guys, I'm here with Michael O'Neill. But because you're here in person, it's way more fun to do it a little bit more. Yeah, do the 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 real like speaker intro thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you do their, la- their, their name is the last two words. Well, I've gone back and forth on that. For years, I did it that way. Please welcome everybody. And then you say their name at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. I've changed it up throughout the years. I don't know if anyone, I don't know if people think there's a big difference. Well, otherwise it reads like a book report, you know? Right, like blah, blah, blah was been featured on CNN, yeah. NBC, blah, blah, blah. That's yeah. one of the things that I, I chat about, like as a interview nerd like I am. I just, it sounds so weird, like today's guest is Allison Melody. Right. She does Food Heals, like, and all of a sudden it literally, I, I think of a, a fourth grader reading a book report at the front of the class. Yeah, and you don't want people to hit that skip button right then. You're like, skip to the next, I just yeah, want to hear right, the interview. Right. Yeah, right. You just want, you want... I don't know. I sort of, as I learned, which was more on the traditional broadcasting front or like you said, we do a bunch of live events. You edify, 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 and then 
you know, do the big intro. There's something about it, I think, as the guest, when you hear a good intro, then you bring it. Like, I feel like you want to deliver a little more than... Well, I was thinking about that because you and I were listening to Smartlist the other day and how two of the hosts don't know who the guest is going to be. But then I, as the listener, I click on it based on who the guest is. And sometimes I'm like, it would be fun if I didn't know and I was guessing along with the other two hosts who didn't know who the guest was going to be. I'm like, would I figure it out? But then I guess they need it for the searchability and the clickability for it to be listed who the guest is on Smartlist. It'd be interesting if you had the leverage that Smartlist does, which I I think Smartlist is like a top five podcast in the world. It'd be interesting to, for them to be like, you know, surprise guest number three. Yeah. And then just not tell anybody and actually just see what the downloads look like. See if more people would click on it because nobody knows who the guest is actually going to be. That'd be interesting. Or what they could do is perhaps have a Patreon where you get the surprise first or something like that. Or they don't write the guest in for the first two weeks. You have to listen and guess. And then after two weeks, you get to just like listen to the back episodes or something like that. Well, like it's on Amazon Music one week before it's published. Oh, is it? So you have to subscribe to Amazon Music to get the the, the episode. So consequently, that means I'm one week ahead for everything. And so I like run out of content. It's a bummer. Got it. I mean, Jason Bateman, if you're listening, we've got some really good Jason. pointers for you because we're like really big podcasters too, just in case you're Oh my working. God, Jason, where are you? <laughs> maybe Sean Hayes. I think I feel like Sean Hayes would be like, cool guys, thank you. Jason Bateman would be like, I know what I'm doing. I've been in Hollywood since I was born. Thank you. <laughs> and you'd be right. I I don't know that you could give them any tips on any of it. No, I don't I think, think we could. Uh, we, I think we they got to figure out. We are out. Uh, <laughs> flies uh, in a, uh, that's the wrong analogy. I was going to say flies in the pond. That's not a thing. Um, but they are gigantor and, and you know, we're all uh, doing our best impression yeah. to be smartless. But I don't see the smartless guys speaking at any of the podcast conferences that we do. So just that's hashtag true. just saying. Hashtag that's true. Saying. And that's in that. Uh, so, yeah, that's true. Tell me, uh, we did a show like three, four years ago. Probably. Was I in Food Heels? It was in my L.A. home. And uh, I don't remember. It was pre-pandemic, so yeah, at least. Yeah, we're in your years. cool pad in Nashville now. What? How has your show uh, evolved over the last couple of years? That's a good question. I mean, who's the interviewer here, Michael? Well, that's true. Sorry. I know that you ask I gotta, questions. I got to stop doing you, that. You ask questions for a living, but you have to remember he thinks he's on his show right now called the Solopreneur Hour, but he's mm. on Food Heal, so I ask the questions. But how has it evolved? Um, the saddest thing that came out of the pandemic was doing less and less in person so it's really really great to have you in person right now you know it took me a while to get settled I was doing the digital nomad thing so most of my conversations were on zoom and Zencaster which are just you know how we record um, digital files from you can talk to anyone in the world which is amazing but at the same time I think there is something missing when it comes to the in-person connection where you can look each other in the eyes and like laugh at the same time there's not as much interruptions Um, but how it's evolved I would say is now it's evolved because it's come with me and I think a lot of my listeners have come with me on this journey of food heals where it started with really focusing on food moving into mind body spirit alternative medicine all of the other ways to heal and then going next level with some of the 
I, I know hacks is a hacky word, but like alternative medicine hacks that people aren't talking about, that people aren't aware of, such as your hair transplant, which is like, I had an ex who was taking pharmaceutical pills since he was like 20 years old because he had a receding hairline and his whole family was bald by the time they were 30. And he still had a great head of hair. We were dating in our 30s. But the problem is, is that those the drug side effects of that were absolutely terrible in terms of like libido, in terms of like things medically that he had problems with. And they were all side effects of that drug, of that pill. And I know I'm vain. I want hair. Like we all want gorgeous, beautiful hair, but I don't want it at the expense of those side effects that pills often unfortunately have. And so that's why I would love to talk to you today about, you like how I brought it all back, um, about your experience because you must have had some receipt. I don't even remember. I know we were friends. So I don't even remember the receding hair. I just remember as you, you as you are. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, uh, I, yeah, I'm totally, I've been very transparent about it. I think a lot of people aren't. Right, and that's very refreshing. Um, I've done three YouTube videos on it. Um, I don't, I don't put a ton on my YouTube channel, but if you guys, if you have a, a partner or if you are a person that has like a receding hairline and you're interested in the whole story and we'll get into the whole story, but, um, solo hour, I think it's solo hour. I think it's youtube.com slash solo hour. Um, but you can also search for the solopreneur hour on YouTube. And I put three videos. One was my actual, uh, I think I was two weeks out. One was three months in mm -hmm. and I did that with a bunch of footage that I took on my own cell phone. It's sort of kind of the insider view of it. In fact, for the, the two week one, the place did a beautifully produced video of my whole experience and yeah. I did this monologue for it. And then I did one that was like the one year update. Um, and that was like, just shot it with my cell phone Someone was just like, are you ever going to do an update? I'm like, oh, I should do that. I literally just like walked out to my family room and banged out an update. So I did those and uh, I would never, it was one of the best things uh, I've done. And I think the reason why you didn't notice it first, I think it's gradual. Yeah. I think a lot of men, you know, it just sort of, and you know, if you're over 30, a lot of people have a receding hairline. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of not way unusual. But when you see the pictures and the difference, it's like, oh my God, like right. it is a massive difference. So I think you can do, there's only so much you can do, but you can do a lot with a, you know, your, your stylist, your hair person mm -hmm. can leave certain up. things a little longer, certain mm. things a little shorter. Um, and then I was using a thing called, um, I think it's called Topic, T-O-P-P-I-K, which are these like, it's like this shakable fiber that you can, you know, if you have like the crown or um, I had kind of the widow's peak thing that was mm -hmm. coming out and you can like style your hair and then you can, uh, before you put any gel or anything in it, you can put a gel. Who's doing gel right now? Um, it's like 1990. Uh, <laughs> but you can like shake these fiber things in it, which are dark and it they cling to your existing hair and it really does fill in your hair. Like it works really well. That's great. So... There's certain things you can do, but for a guy that was either on video all the time mm -hmm. on my YouTube channel uh, for my car stuff or was on stage, I was just looking at it going, man, right. it's not getting any better. It's, yeah. it's going to look like this looks. So, yeah, that was the, the impetus of doing it.
And we're going to get into all the details, but I love how you have inspired so many people now to go and get this done at an affordable price. And it's pretty much drug free and it's very, I would say, holistic because you're using your own hair follicles, which we're going to get into. Yeah. But you just inspired like our good friend just got married. And before his wedding, he went and got it done so that, you know, he could look great at his wedding. Like we all want to And look, he did. And he looks great. Yeah, yeah. he looks fantastic. We just, I've, prob- yeah. I've sent probably 20 people to them to, to awesome. Istanbul. And so we'll get into the whole story of that. But. It's, uh, yeah, it's like, it, it's legit. They do have supplements that they, they advocate as part of their, um, in fact, this clinic has it so wired that they have their own white labeled supplements that go nice. with it. Yeah. And then there are, you know, they do PRP, yes. uh, which is, I think still on the healthier side. It's your own. You I'm know, into PRP. I'm all for it. It yeah, regenerates. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then. I think there are some people that do some of the pharmaceutical stuff, but like you said, some of that stuff has gnarly side effects and I haven't, I've never done any, so I probably won't do like a Rogaine. I don't really need to like, right. Mine's great. Yeah. You look great. And I think there's something to be said for like, we live in a society and we are a vain society. And at the same time, like I want to be as natural as possible. So my goal is to figure out how to stay young, healthy, and kind of like, chemical Botox free as much as possible, but still look good and do the things that make me look good. So I think that's what this episode is about and feel good as well. Cause we're going to talk a little bit about when it comes to men's health, something that you're super passionate about, which is getting your testosterone checked. And I shared a story with you that when I was functional medicine tested years ago, which functional medicine tests is uh, test your skin, your hair, your stool, your spit, your blood. And it gives you a comprehensive look at your health, what your vitamin deficiencies are, what you've got too much of, what your body's producing well, what it's not producing well, what your deficiencies are, what your food allergies and food sensitivities are, and you get a comprehensive look at your health. And my body as a woman wasn't making testosterone, which you don't think is a big deal, but it's a big deal for men. It's a big deal for women too. So all I had to do was take some bioidentical testosterone hormone cream and rub it on for like maybe three months. And it created this, um, it created, created uh, something where my body was then uh, able to start producing it on its own. And then I didn't have to take the cream anymore. And that was a game changer. So there's little things that we don't know about are going on in our bodies. And all we have to do is get a test, find out, and then you can bring your body back into balance. I'm excited to talk about that with you as well. Can't wait. I'm uh, I'm all for it. I'm an open book, yes. as we like to say. Okay. Which one do you think is the best to start with in terms of you're a man listening? Like, what would you be like? This is what I want to hear right now. I mean, they're both, I certainly, I think they both have equal leverage in yeah. terms of, um, how important they are. Let's start with testosterone because I think it's the, it's the, you can easily see if your hairline's receding, but the effects of testosterone are much more, um, much more shrouded and also sinister. They really, really can, uh, change I mean, there's, there's, especially post pandemic, there is a huge amount of men that are depressed Yeah. now, suicidal, yeah. um, lacking vigor, don't have that. I'm going to go take over the world thing. And, you know, for the ladies out there, you may not understand that, but it is a vital part of what makes a, a guy, a guy is that. Like, I'm going to get up and kick the shit out of today and let, let's go. Yeah. Like, that's a part of our, that's a part of our DNA as men. 
Um, and thank God it is. That's why cities get built. Like that's why people get out of bed and, and, and are laborers because they want to go and create and make and, 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 and do those kinds of things. And so I found myself, uh, early on years ago, I found myself, um, not like the, my lethargy was unreal. Like I was lethargic. I didn't have, um, much of a libido. I didn't have, you know, much of a sex drive at all. I was uh, a lot of brain fog and a lot of just like, meh, like my whole life was kind of, man, I said, man, what's the deal? And somebody suggested, you know, when's, have you gotten your testosterone checked? And at the time I was dating a, uh, pediatric ICU nurse mm-hmm. who also had a huge Eastern functional, um, holistic interest. And we threw everything under the, so my results, and this is where things get a little wonky. If we were in Europe, Europe has been, and really, honestly, the rest of the world has been uh, way, 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 way ahead of the United States in terms of hormonal and testosterone replacement. Mm -hmm. What they do is they look at what decade you are in and then what, uh, I'm doing air quotes, what normal range is for testosterone at that age. Right. So, And what defines normal? Curious, you know. Uh normal what what would be the median number for you know most healthy men at that age so it's like if you are let's say your 20s you might have a score and this is just like there's a lot of variables to this we're not going to get into the weeds about like free free testosterone versus you know your number but if we're just talking like pure testosterone number if you're in your 20s it's probably 900 to 1100 or 1200 walking around. You're just a big old ball of testosterone walking okay. around. You get into your thirties and it's going to drop down to the maybe eight, 900 range forties. You might be at the five to 700 fifties. You get into the, you know, four 500 by the time you're 70, you know, normal range would be like 300 or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, I, when I first got this thing checked, was like early 40s, and I had a 178. So I was like almost half the amount that a 70-year-old would have. Wow. As, uh, and, and in my case, it's, there's a, a physical reason for it. I'm not going to get into like, again, all the weeds because everyone's going to have different experiences and why. However, most of the testosterone replacement therapy people um, will advocate being if you're a guy and you're active and trying to be healthy and you're kind of doing your thing, 700 to a thousand is a pretty good target. Okay. When you start getting into people like, oh, well, you're doing a steroid, which you are, it is totally a steroid. Those guys are in the 15, 18, 22, 2,500. Like mm. the guys that are roiding up for, you know, that they're massive. They're taking a ton of that kind of stuff. So, we're not getting into that stuff. What we're trying to do is just optimize, in my case, normalize. I'm yeah. trying to just be like a normal human. Right. Eh, normal. I, I want to be normal for my late 20s, early 30s. And I feel like, like if I can get there, great. So 
we, um, where we fail in America is that America's range. So what will happen if you're in Europe, they'll say, oh, you're 50 and you should be in this, whatever I said, four to 500 range or something like that, 500. But you're at 400. So they'll try to bump you up to that 50, you know, range, maybe five to 700 or something like that. What we do in America, which is very strange, is we'll, they'll say it's like 240 to 1100 is normal. And I'm doing air quotes again. Right. And you go, if this were, a, so I this remember. This is the, why I asked you earlier, what defines normal? What defines normal? It's like a sliding scale depending on who's asking and, and, and what country you're in and what state you're in and all of that. In most places in the world, normal is defined by the decade that you're in. Yeah. In America, for whatever reason, because we don't pay much attention to this, even though I think it's one of the more insidious things that make men, again, depressed and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They say normal is something like 240 to 1100. I mean, it's that's a wide, a gigantic range. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember the first time I ever got mine checked, it was like 268 or something like that. And mm -hmm. they were like, oh, yeah, you're totally normal. I'm like, this is not normal. Yes. You're like, I don't feel good. Therefore, this is not normal. It, it, it was like if this were a heart condition, you guys would be code red finding me like all kinds of different things to be on to bring my blood pressure down or you know what I mean? Right, right. Like if nominal blood pressure was blank and my blood pressure was just barely above normal, you'd be like, you got to stop eating eggs or you know what I mean? You would do something. Right. You have to make massive lifestyle changes yeah. to make this thing work. So I was at the bottom range. And so then my holistic uh, girlfriend was like, all right. And we tried all the things like, Literally, there's things where you eat like six eggs before bed. So like it generates all in and huh. it, it does. There are things you can do naturally that will move the needle. Yeah. But it'll move the needle to 40 points, not hundreds. Got it. Okay. So there is a thing. And this is where we, you know, myself and my, my girlfriend then like, I said, look, this is a, this is a, there's a physical mechanism that is not working in my body for mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. If again, this were a heart valve that weren't working, somebody would do surgery and they would insert an artificial heart valve that would work correctly. In this case, I'm just supplementing the thing that my body is not producing right now. Right. And it, it, um, the way we did it was a weekly shot. Actually, it started off as a, a bi-weekly shot. It was every two weeks we would do a shot. And I would actually go into the hospital. And I was like afraid to do it myself. And they would give me the injection. I would leave. It would take five minutes. And then every uh, Monday, I would do my own. Um, you, can, you can take an estrogen blocker. And what that does, because what happens is your body will start producing estrogen and you don't want that because you get man boobs and you don't want man boobs you want to just like have the testosterone do what it does Got it. so and again e literally everyone's experience is going to be different how they how their body absorbs and produces based on the amount so you like this is the kind of thing you literally have to go to a doctor you have to get a blood test you, you have, have to, to get yes. you have to do this for real like it's this is individualized a, it is very 100%. different for each human how we metabolize things and 100%. how we absorb things is going to be different how what our blood type is so it is very important to do this right but to your point it's like once you figure it out you're going to feel amazing yeah better and so you can get 
Um, it messes with your blood pressure. Like there's some real big medical consequences to just like, you know, you can go to a testosterone clinic on the corner and they'll do, they'll do a, if they're real and licensed, they will do a blood test and they'll say, here's the thing. But you can, I can also go to Mexico and buy over the counter as many vials of testosterone as I want. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Um, It may seem tempting. Like all of these shortcuts seem very tempting because it's like, oh, this is all I need. And it seems so easy. But really, if you work with a doctor who understands your body's exact needs, you can customize a plan that works for you. And I think that's very important to know here. It is. and, And I'm glad you brought that up. There are doctors that get this. And there's and doctors, doctors that, that don't. don't. Yes. My current. So when I was in, uh, I just moved from San Diego to Long Beach. My old plan, uh, my primary care sent me to the urologist. The urologist uh, got it. He understood what I was doing with my life. I was an athlete. I've got like, I'm not just some general 50 year old dude running around. He's like, you're not eating the standard American diet and never moving your body. Like I want to maximize, not just like normalize. That's where I was. And he was fine with it. Maximize, not normalize. I think that's what most food heals nation people want. We're like, we want to maximize. We don't want to be what the statistic is. We want to be, we want to beat the statistic and be healthy and have longevity forever. Why not do all the things? Yeah. Yeah. Do all the, like give me this and all the supplements and the good food and the like, let's make, this thing let's try to preserve this machine that i've got here totally. and you know and i use you know me i use the crap out of i play pickleball six days a week i'm yeah. running around <laughs> i'm doing a lot of stuff so i i don't want to just be some person that's just like oh so i moved to long beach and i think my first test i was maybe in the 300s or something and she said oh again you're you're normal and i'm like this is not normal but i can't make my my new primary care refer me to the urologist and by the way, I don't know which urologist I've got. I've, I've got the problem that many of you will have, which is like, how do I find the right person? What I would do, and I think this is what I did the first time, and I didn't think about it until maybe just now, is you can actually Yelp for testosterone hmm. and see all the doctors that people have commented on. You can do it also with, also with Google. But if you do that, you'll find different urologists and endocrinologists and stuff that that cater to that and they get it and then you can look and see if they're in your health network. program yeah. your yeah. health network and then see if you can get a direct referral from your primary care and say look this is something that's concerning me can do you mind if i explore this with this person and fingers crossed that you get the referral to them okay uh, it's also super helpful to uh if you're comfortable with it to ask around like ask here's a couple things about both of these things yeah testosterone and the hair transplant well, you and i were just at this wedding yeah um there was 175 people there mm-hmm. i had a very open conversation about testosterone and about hair transplants like 85 percent of people were on both like but they're just not talking about they're not it. talking they're not about it on their podcast they're not putting no. it on youtube they're not putting it on instagram but you're like here let me help you but remember like i i needed to do an injection i didn't have a, 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 a alcohol swap right. to yeah, do it yeah. literally the guy across the hallway was like oh yeah i'm just about to do mine as well and he had a whole thing of alcohol swabs so this is not abnormal is kind of what you're trying no, to say like a lot of people is, are doing this yeah the, it's one of those things if you buy the yellow car you start noticing the yellow car yeah if you start yeah. doing these you'll find that like especially me like i know um, being around LA, I, the list of celebrities I know that have had hair transplants, like it's everybody. 
Yeah. There's a reason why only a few male leading, you know, celebrity guys have have, have been balding. There's a mm. few of them, but yeah. most of them, like from Theo Vaughn to David Spade to whatever, like they've all had hair yeah. transplants. Yeah. So And there's no shame in that. I'm happy no. for them. Like do what makes you happy. I know like there are so many things that we judge. Oh, this person did this. But I feel like that era is actually changing. Like I grew up in the era of like, if you weren't Kate Moskinny, you weren't worthy. And that is totally changing. Like now curves are embraced. Now it's like everyone's got hair extensions or doing hair. Oh God, the for... lips and the heels and the makeup and the Botox and the, you guys have all the things. Well, I want to say my whole thing is do what makes you happy to be beautiful. But I am trying to do everything without the chemicals, like and the Botox and stuff. Boy, like do that. I appreciate it. But, I yeah. appreciate your face looks like it does yeah i got wrinkles in my forehead sometimes and then sometimes i don't i don't know why yeah. they just come and go <laughs> I, I there's a couple trends in beauty right now from the the super big booties to the like yeah. super poofy chipmunk faces that i just don't understand like yeah. i don't it doesn't feel healthy to me in any way right that people are advocating like people that are getting like butt implants and right. stuff like that i'm like there's why this is so the weird. Kardashians said so. because the I kardashian said so. yeah all right, Food Heals Nation, I'm here hanging out with May Steigler. You know her. She's the CEO of Organifi. So, May, what is it that sets Organifi products apart, let's say, from other products out there on the market? Something I love to highlight is the clinically backed key ingredient in each of our adaptogen blends. So, we take a lot of time to focus on doing the research and science backing to ensure that customers and our community and ourselves and our families, everyone taking our products will feel the felt benefit of that uh, product that hopefully they're incorporating every day. So I'll focus on green juice. It was the first product we made and and one of my, my absolute favorites, having 600 milligrams of ashwagandha. There's amazing clinical research on this to support balancing cortisol levels. And that's just a master hormone that uh, has cascading benefit across sleep, across digestion, across uh, mood, and just hormone regulation in general. Also, specifically weight loss and detoxing and the body's ability to manage a healthy weight. So some really great research behind it. And it's a key product that I'd suggest starting with. It's kind of, it's definitely not your everyday green juice. And mm -hmm. the core ingredients in the products and, and kind of our product suite is definitely set apart by the research-backed ingredients for the benefits. And I'd definitely recommend folks start with the green juice to try it out and make that part of their daily routine. Absolutely. Well, I love that you have two flavors as well. You have the mint, the classic, and then you've also got the crisp green apple, which maybe that one's seasonal? No, it, it's actually just new. It, we're, we're way, way late to the party. It took us like seven years to make an alternate flavor of our green juice, mainly because the oh. mint was, was such, a, such a success. But I absolutely love the crisp apple. It's much more of a like a lighter, sweeter version where the mint's like kind of crisp and refreshing. The crisp apple is very light and sweet. So really nice flavors. I adore the new flavor actually a lot. Got it. Well, I like both. Lily, my puppy, likes both. I mix them in with her dog food every so meal. Good. And she goes, bananas. It's not something, <laughs> there are supplements I've tried to give my dog and the dogs are like, absolutely not. Get out of my face with this. And with Organifi, she licks it all up. She craves it. So I think that's a really <laughs> powerful testament to the flavors, not being like some of, of the other greens on the market. I'll just say that don't taste so great. Um, so thank you, May, for letting us know about that. Food Heals Nation, go check out the greens and all the amazing other Organifi products over at Organifi. 
spotifyshop.com slash foodheals and you'll save 20% off your order. May, so great to have you here. See you next time. Thank you so much. All right, Food Heals Nation, I'm here with Tina from Just Thrive Health, and we're always talking about the importance of probiotics and healing the gut naturally, and one of the most important things that you can take on a regular basis is the spore-based probiotic, and not only for yourself, but for your pets as well. So Tina, tell me a little bit about why it's so important to take a spore-based probiotic and how we can help our furry friends at the same time. Yeah, so the spore-based probiotic is a very unique, is a totally new category of probiotic supplements, and they have this endospore shell around themselves that allows them to survive and get to the intestines alive. And this is why they're so effective and why people are having such great results on the probiotic. It is by far our most popular product. Um, it was our flagship product, and it has we have extensively studied the product. We have a double-blind human clinical trial on it for leaky gut. Um, we have nine other human clinical trials on the product. It is so studied and um, so effective for people. So um, we see people, I, I always say to people that it doesn't matter if you have digestive issues or not. We know the gut is responsible for virtually every aspect of our overall health. So we would definitely recommend that foundationally, the number one supplement you should be taking is a spore-based probiotic because it will help everything else you're doing work that much better. It will help absorb nutrients that you're taking. It will help absorb the nutrients from supplements that you're taking so much better if your gut is healthy and diverse and, um, and the spore-based probiotics really help with that. Um, and then as far as our furry friends, we um, have found out that dogs are suffering from leaky gut as well, um, almost at a higher rate than even humans are because we know that Roundup, which is the um, at glyphosate, which is the active ingredient in Roundup, is sprayed all over um, the parks and, you know, the lawns that the dogs are playing in all the time. And mm -hmm. they have leaky guts as well. And we did a study on uh, dogs with leaky gut. And found that um, the strains that used are used in our Just Pro Pets product are actually um, also helping with that intestinal permeability or the leakiness of the gut for the dogs also. So definitely want to support our dogs. And um, they're unfortunately faced with a lot of the same human diseases these days um, because we're, we're kind of corrupting them in the world that we live in. There's so many offenders to gut health, both for, both for humans and for dogs. And so we just want to make sure we're combating that on a daily basis. Well, I love it. I'm a fan. I am taking my Just Thrive Health spore-based probiotics every day. And Lily is taking her Just Thrive for pet probiotics as well. So thank you so much for breaking that down for us today, Tina. I really appreciate it. You bet. Thanks, Allison. Food Heals Nation, go get your spore-based probiotics at justthrivehealth.com. Use the coupon code FOODHEALS15 and you'll save 15% off. So I had been, you know, uh, telling my, my girlfriend at the time, like all these stories, I was a touring drummer for 10 years. You know, I had, you know, I had a pretty good run there for a while. Yeah. And, um, and just, you know, she was, you know, kind of like, you know, okay, again, very reluctant. So then I get on the, the supplements again, I'm a TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. That's what the R is, is we're replacing the, the testosterone your body's not making. Okay. Um, and was like, Oh my God, I had no idea. Cause I was a very different, much more libido. Let's go. Let's like, 
way more energy, way less brain fog, way more libido, way more sex drive, way more like everything that makes a guy a guy yeah. was now back to like, all right, let's go. Like, it was great. And let me ask you, how long did it, do, you, do you remember that it took for you to start feeling like that? Once you started. Yeah, probably six weeks. Oh, that's nothing. Six weeks, three months. I was thinking maybe. a couple months. Yeah, a couple okay. months. Your body does, it takes a while to do it. Like I'm, I'm three weeks into it again now and okay. don't really, I feel a little bit, but not, it's not there yet. Okay, so I the first tell. time was maybe six weeks to a couple months to really yeah. change. Yeah. Okay, so it's not an overnight thing, but you will gradually start to feel better. I just don't want people to give up if they don't feel it after two weeks or something like that. Oh yeah, it's it takes. I mean, your body, it's your body, so it needs it needs to to equalize hormones and do all the yeah. things that. I think my um, when I did the testosterone bioidentical hormones that I the cream that I rubbed, I was definitely over three months for me to really feel a difference and for me to be able to get off of it because then my body started doing it naturally. So I just want everyone right. to know, like, you're right. playing a little, you're not playing the longest game, you're playing a little bit of a long game, so not to give up after. I think a lot of people expect overnight success, and when it comes to all of these things, the longer you can give it, the better you're going to feel, and then you'll be like, you'll forget, you won't even remember how bad you felt, be like, oh, what a difference. Well, you can remember because your hair and things yeah. like that. And I can tell, too, like, when you're when you're on it, your doctor should be asking for blood tests every, I don't know, two or three months, I think. Okay, yeah. And I could tell otherwise, like I could, I'd start breaking out a little, like yeah. I could tell when I'm like, when, when I was really high, you know, there's a reason why when you were 16, 17, you were breaking out cause you were like full of testosterone. Like it is, a, it's a thing. So, you know, I would get it on my shoulders and you know, I would definitely feel a little more like that. Um, and I think my highest was something like 1100 and my doc was like, I right, was back it down a little bit, which is what they should do. Right. That's how it should and that's be. how you, you figure out what works for you. Yeah. You find the balance. Yeah. You want to stay in a, you want to find a sweet spot and then kind of stay in it. Uh, one other thing I should mention is there's multiple ways to deliver it. Okay. And some are very high tech. You know, there's like a patch that releases every okay. X amount. There's a cream like the one you had. Yes. They don't advocate for the creams if you have pets or kids. Because the kids can touch it and the pets can lick it, and that's not good. And that's you don't want that to happen. But it is a much you know you can put it on your body and various places and it'll deliver it. But you can look for various methods of delivery. You don't have to do the needle. However, the needle is the best way, at least that I've found. The delivery Um, system. The delivery method is is good, and and it uh, it offers the most stable experience. Because you're, you're having to produce this thing that your body doesn't produce. So you're gonna, it's going to have a spike and a lull and a spike and a lull and a spike and a lull. Like in a perfect world, you know, you're doing it every three days or four days. Like that's how you would. But it's not really that practical to do that unless you're, you know, if you're a competitive athlete and you're really trying to, you know, get it together. Yeah. Um, it might make sense. You know, if you're in your 30s and an ultra runner or something, you know, whatever, and you, you go, you know what, I really want to keep this thing, then okay. You yeah. know, then you can do it that way. But generally, just we all have lives and we all, so, re, you know, it's the same like everything, like do your research. But when you talk to your doctor, you can ask like, what are my different delivery mechanisms? They will ask you what your lifestyle is like and what makes more sense. And do you have the ability to do it yourself? So... I remember when I first got contacts, 
I was like, I cannot put this thing in my eye. There is no way that I can do this myself. So my mother had to put contacts in my eye until I learned to do it myself. It could be the same with the shot. Do you I was have terrified to give myself a shot. Right. And so, yeah, talk For, about that. Like, like three years. Okay. I didn't give myself a shot. But now you do. I just saw you do it. Yeah, now it's easy. Like now <laughs> okay. it's, it's yeah. super easy. Um, it, you know, it, it got to the point where um, what would happen is they would send me the, the prescription would be um, like it got a little tiring for me to have to like get in my car and drive to the hospital for something that literally took about like 20 seconds. Right. And then you'd be like, they'd be like, okay, and I'd have to go and I'd have to schedule another appointment in two weeks and be there at the exact amount of time. It's a lot. It's your time. It's a lot for just a couple level. of minutes. And yeah. so I can't remember what it was. I, I think it was like, there was a catalyst. Like my doctor was out that day or something weird happened. And I was like, all right, why don't I come in and do it myself and you can show me how to do it. Yeah. And then I'll, you know, and I still, you know, there's, I still, I holding the needle above my butt because put it, I put it in my butt, like kind of on the side and there's still that moment of hesitation. I'm like, ah, like, am I really gonna do this? But it's crazy how amazingly, like this is the dumbest statement in the world those needles are really sharp and they go in really easily. Like it's, yeah, it's not a thing. It doesn't really hurt that much. Once it's in, you go like, there's a teeny little poke. Yeah. And then it's in and then it, testosterone is usually very thick and, 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 uh, viscous. So it takes a couple seconds for it to go in. Um, and then, you know, that's it. But so now I just get, um, they give you a vial. Mm -hmm. Basically it's full of the testosterone and they'll prescribe to you, uh, a bunch of um, uh, uh, needles and a bunch of syringes. Yep. And there's typically a big syringe to pull the testosterone out of the the uh, vial. And then you switch the needle to the injection needle. So there's a big, big straw for the pullback and then a little straw for the injection. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. And so you have to sort of go and deal with that. You know, I'm just watching TV, loading my vials, but I think it was $94 with, without insurance. I didn't, cause this one I'm having to go outside of my insurance cause my doctor wouldn't refer me to the person. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the actual prescription itself was like 94 bucks Yeah, and that's 10 weeks of injection. So it's not that much. That's great. And it's going to change literally for everybody in every single scenario. So don't take my numbers, you know, what I will say though is as, when I did this outside of my healthcare provider, I want to say it was like a couple hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. And then they would send me uh, weekly. Like I went, I went to a place called the total T clinic in San Diego and they do the same thing. They could do all the blood tests, blah, blah, blah. And it was either like two or 300 bucks a month. And they give you everything you need. Yeah. Like it gets delivered right to your house. You get the vials, or, or in that case, the needles were already loaded. They were ready to go. And you just like have your weekly allotment. You just kind of do it. And those clinics are all over the country. Yes. I'm glad that it's very accessible now. So that's exciting. And then I will comment about, um, the needles. So I am pain adverse. I am needle adverse. I am scared shitless, but I had to do the same thing with my B12. And so essentially I was going and getting the B12 shots and it was just to your point, the same thing. You have to drive in, you go there. It's two seconds long. You're paying for an appointment. It's another thing you have to do every day. It takes two seconds. And they were like, you can do this at home, Allie. And I was like, no, I absolutely can't. And I did. And I was like, 
Oh my God. It wasn't, it's not that it's bad. It's not that bad. It barely hurts. I barely felt it. I remember the first time, I think I made my ex do it at the time. And just, and I go, are you done? Are you done? Did you? He's like, the needle's already out, Allie. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't even yeah. know. I'm so paranoid. I was so up in my head about it. And it's like, once it happened a couple of times where I was able to have someone do it for me at home and then me do it myself, I was like, oh my gosh, this is not hard. Yeah. This is not something to stress about. And I got out of my own head and I was like, I can do this myself and it saves money and it saves time. And those are very core values to me. Like, let me save some money, let me save some time. Because I, I want to do busy, I want to be busy living my life and doing other things. So, Here's the thing, to, yeah. to wrap, the, unless you have more on the testosterone, no, go, but, go. To, but I can't stress how big of a deal it is and how much of a difference it makes. Okay, so let's talk about to, that. To a guy. Okay. Like, it is the the... the the depression, the vitality, the brain fog, the libido, like all cured right. from this. Not better, but cured. Like, good to go. Let's go. That's like, amazing. It fixes it. Yeah. Uh, again, at least in my case. I can't, again, advocate for you guys, but. Of course. It's like, holy moly, man. It, it is, uh, it's a hormone. I mean. It does what hormones do. Your body needs them. It, yeah. it is a thing. This one happens to be what makes a dude a dude. Yeah. And if you are feeling any of those symptoms where, you know, um, we get, this is a fairly open audience, right? Totally. Like, say what you yeah, want to say. <laughs> yeah, totally. So if you're feeling lethargic, like you need to take, like I would take naps all the time and yeah. would get up and do something. Oh, I feel like I need another nap already. Yeah. yeah. Um, that if that feels like if you've got brain fog and you're like walking around the house going, what am I? And you're just attributing it to being 50 or 40 or whatever. Right. Like get your hormones checked. Yeah. Morning wood. Like have it. You if can still have it and in, late into your late, late in life. No, I until mean. you, until you're dead, you yeah. should be having it. I like so. that's the whole thing is yeah. that if you don't have all of those things, if some of those things have dropped off for you, just get it checked. If you are the wife or the girlfriend or the partner of somebody that you're like, man, why don't we, why aren't we doing it anymore? Get his testosterone checked. Yeah. Like he should be chasing you around the house all the time. That's what, that's the natural wiring of us. Yeah. If you think we've evolved from the caveman days, you are sadly mistaken because it's all we're really thinking about. Like it's a hilarious, I used to joke that like that when it's normal, imagine a, uh, a cartoon character and they're standing in front of a dam and a hole pops in the dam and they plug it with their hand and then another hole pops and they plug it with their other hand and then another hole pops and they plug it with their foot mm-hmm. and then another one plug it with their other foot yeah. and then their elbow and then more holes pop and all they're doing is trying to manage they're moving their hands everywhere trying to it's like a game of whack-a-mole that's what the male libido is like and while that's going on we're trying to have normal conversations with people with (laughs) girls like that that's normally it's the tidal wave of libido and we have to act like that's not happening that's not happening at all times yeah at all times yeah that is the normal like default baseline for most men and yet we still have normal human conversations. So it's kind of an amazing feat when you think about yeah. the multitasking of what that is. Yeah. And it's like, if, if that hasn't happened for a long time, 
gents, get your testosterone checked because it should be. You should have that same thing happening and go like we can manage it better. We're pretty good at managing it. Yeah. But in general, it should be happening. And uh, let me give you a testament to the energy that I've seen you have because we don't live in L.A. together. We used to both live in L.A. or San Diego. And buckle then up Beach. for this one. What? I said buckle up for this one. Go on. <laughs> well, we used to hang out and now we don't get to hang out as much except when we go to our speaking conferences like we just went to PodFest and then you and I just happen to be you know, invited to the same wedding together. And I see the amount of energy you have because we'll be going out to the bars until 2 a.m. or to the party at the podcast conference until 2 a.m. And then you're still up playing pickleball and I'm still asleep. Right, right. Yeah, it's true. I'm I'm doing my Organifi. I'm doing my probiotics. I'm doing every single thing that I need to do to get my energy in balance. But, you know, you're 10 years older than me and you're playing pickleball before I can even wake up. Right. And so that's a testament to the power of the energy that you have from this. It's not to say that I don't drag a bit. That's for sure. But yeah, I, I, my philosophy is let's wear, you know, let's wear it out, sleep when you're dead kind of vibe. Yeah, and you said versus like all self care and and gentle and that kind of thing. Well, you know, the funny thing is, you said that yesterday. You go, I'll sleep when I'm dead. You went out drumming last night and then went to pickleball and had a blast in Nashville. And I was like, I'm gonna sleep, have fun. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I yeah went out. I was playing drums until like one. Yeah, and then got up at at seven fifteen. Yeah, but I didn't even go to bed until two thirty. I was watching The West Wing for some reason. Oh my god, I didn't need to. Yeah. I was just on my iPad yeah. mucking around. Um, but yeah, then got up and, and I'm tired now, but like, you know, I'll be on a plane for six hours tomorrow. So yeah, and we're going out tonight to find you another drumming spot. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> we'll see how it goes, but yeah, for sure. Like it's the, the, the point of all of it is don't, you shouldn't have to compromise on the things you love to do just because you don't have this vitality or energy yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it, it really can mess up some, relationships because that the uh very often the woman can feel like well this it, this is me he doesn't find me sexy oh, anymore yeah. i don't look beautiful to him anymore you know and it it can mess with the guy too because you go god i why do i feel so old why do i feel so yeah. ugly i don't yeah. feel like i i'm can i can uh really honestly it the depression side makes you feel like you can't provide, that you're not worthy, that you don't, you can't be sexy anymore. You can't, you know, and man, it, it is like, you hate to call something a silver bullet, but boy, is it a silver bullet when, when that all gets fixed in one thing you go, Oh, this was just a massive testosterone deficiency. And, and it could be massive for you could be, you could be in the 400s and you feel amazing in the 700s or yeah. 800s. So at the very least, there's no harm, no foul. If you do it and get it checked and say, hey, would you mind if we tried to get me up to seven, 800 for a while? Yeah. And your doctor says, sure, let's give it a go and see how you feel. And you go, okay, great. Again, this is your body. You, you can do whatever you want. There will be, if your regular primary care, you know, Kaiser or whatever is what I have, isn't into it. Go to a place like the Total T Clinic, Yelp for testosterone in your area. There will be clinics that will allow you to go and say, look, I want to I maximize, not normalize. I yeah. want to maximize my experience here. I'd like to see what it feels like to be you know, 7,800 and see what that feels like as a human and see if I like it. Yeah. And they'll say, all right, we'll give it a go. And 
some some will say you don't need to do that. That's all you know BS. And then you say I'll be the judge of that. Well, let me just see how I feel on it, and I'll I'll tell you if it's BS or not. Food Heals Nation, have you got your cover crop seeds yet? Cover crops are a plant that is usually grown in the spring or the fall to renew your soil with nutrients, organic matter, and restore soil structure. They are one of the most cost-effective ways to sustainably maintain healthy soil as they also offer organic weed suppression and pest control benefits. Growing cover crops is an essential part of maintaining the health of your garden soil. Cover crops can perform a wide variety of different tasks that will benefit your garden, including nitrogen and potassium fixation, rapid biomass growth for green manure and soil cover, preventing erosion, attracting beneficial insects, and repelling harmful insects, soil aeration, suppression of weed growth, helping keep soil alive, and more. And right now is the ideal time to rehab your garden soil by growing a cover crop. Cover crops have been used in agriculture for thousands of years as a way to naturally and sustainably improve soil quality. Many gardeners don't even realize that they can grow cover crops and get the same benefits as the large farms. So all you have to do is get your cover crop seeds over at trueleafmarket.com. Use the promo code FH15. You'll save 15% off your cover crop seeds. Simply plant the seeds at the end of the gardening season, which is now, and let winter kill or terminate the crop. Mother Nature does the rest. You can get a free PDF beginner's guide to growing cover crops at trueleafmarket.com by searching cover crop guide. Again, go on over to trueleafmarket.com. Use the promo code FH15 to save 15% off your cover crop seeds. Some restrictions may apply. I feel like the equivalent for me and you know, we're both speaking from our own experiences, but in terms of like, I had so much chronic fatigue. I had such bad, like, um, if I was, had too much extroverted energy or left my house too often, I was like lethargic, depressed, whatever. And then I, for me, it was discovering supplements and supplementation more than most, more than what's on the recommended, you know, vitamin packs and discovering what are the vitamins that I'm deficient in that I actually need to mega dose on to make my body feel good. And that's why, you know, when I just left town for three weeks, this is literally today, I think is the day I left three weeks ago to go to Dallas, then Mexico, then Asheville. And I feel like I should be dead right now, but here we are doing a podcast. Um, I took my supplements like a mad woman the whole time and we're going to go out in Nashville tonight. That's not something I could have done just a few years ago at all. There's no way I could have gotten through those three three weeks without getting sick, without having chronic fatigue. Now, let me say, I do make sure that I get my naps in and I sleep in when I can and I exercise when I can on those three weeks. But my secret is taking those supplements throughout the day without fail nonstop. And that is what keeps me alive. And what keeps you alive, you know, and to your point is the testosterone that you didn't know that you were lacking a couple of years ago. Yeah. And that, and once, once I, I can't remember how I found out about it. I think it was a, a, my buddy, Tony said, have you gotten that mm-hmm. checked? Mm-hmm. I said, no. And then I did. Yeah. It was like, wow. Cause it was you know, it was like I said, 178 or something. That's terrible. how I feel about my supplements. I'm like, wow, I don't get sick. I've not been sick the entire pandemic. And I know you could say, oh, you're just one of the lucky ones or your body's different. And I'm like, 
I take sup every single vitamin you get. My immune system is boosted so hardcore that I just think it keeps everything at bay. And it's just the way that I want to live my life from now on so that I can live, I can go on vacation, I can have my energy, I can do more things and live my best life at this age. And I think that's what this episode is all about. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to split this into a two-parter because I have a lot of questions about the hair plant, hair transplant. It's, and Lily, Lily really wants to hang out right now. So Lily's really wants Lily's to, on it. Yeah. She, she wants to I jump. I love it. I've got a good little cuddle going on with Lily. Right yeah. Now. She wants to jump in your lap. She wants to I jump. forgot to ask how long the show is. I have no idea. So yeah. I'm just talking like yeah, it's a, an hour. It depends. Sorry. It depends on the, uh, depends on the day. depends on the guest. So we'll make a two parter food okay. heals nation. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Michael O'Neill. What we will do is we will have part two about hair, a hair transplant that he did in Istanbul and the progress that you've made throughout uh, the last, how long has it been? Till what? Uh, since you started till now. The hair? Yeah. Uh, it was June of 2021 and it is now, what is it? September 2021 yes. or 2022? Yes. So whatever that is. Okay. One year and three months. So one year, three months. And that's a lot of progress. Yeah. I mean, and uh, it seems like a long time, but it's actually a short time in the scheme of our lives. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. Six months is when you're pretty like three months is when you don't have to tell anybody anymore. Okay. Yeah. And it like it kind of looks like you're thinning a little. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it probably looks exactly like it did before you went in. Yeah. Because uh, they shave your head and it's sort of growing out as you go. And uh, but six months, it's you're back to whatever. You're, well, you're and it's rocking. funny because like I've seen you more often than I've seen our mutual friend Mark, who we just went to the wedding with. So I don't notice it as much on you because I've seen you more often. But someone like him, I'm like, he looks so good. I didn't yeah. know what it was. He lost weight and he did the hair. He yeah. looks great. He looks I didn't great. know what it was. I was just like, Mark's looking good. You yeah, know? he did the right thing. He's got that. He's going to get those nice wedding pictures. Yeah, yeah. You know? Just the he's time for the, the wedding. Hair, yeah, yeah he's, he nailed it. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. All right. So artoftheinterview.co. If you want to learn how to be an amazing podcast interviewer, that's something that Michael is known for. And then, of course, subscribe to Solopreneur Hour, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to Food Heals right now. Anything else you want to shout out right now that you've got going on that you want people to know about? Well, you and I were kicking around the idea of doing a uh, a little uh, a little podcast thing. So, yeah, I think if anybody is out there and has something to say, that you should write Allison and get on this little uh, pick me list. We're gonna do a little thing for for a podcaster or, or future podcasters. I think. Yeah. So seems um, like a good idea. So what I do in my mastermind is I help a lot of podcasters either start their podcast, market, monetize, all the good stuff. And so, yeah, our idea, we were sitting at Soho House today in Nashville, was to bring together a group of people. And this is not, there's no sales page, you guys. This is just like, we have so many people who have come up to us and go, like, I always thought people would be like, Allie, what nutrition do I need? How do I take my probiotic? They're like, Allie, how do I start a podcast and market and monetize? I'm like, hey, I can tell you, I can tell you that. That's easy. You got to go to functional medicine doctor for the rest, but I can teach you that. Michael could teach you that. You're your ten years. How, how many? Nine years in. Nine years in. Okay. Uh, eight eight hundred fifty episodes and like ten million downloads. Okay, so nine years in, veteran, yeah. excellent interviewer. You know, very well known for your interview skills. I'm seven years in. Jeez. Still working on it. I will say. Uh, Victoria Moran, thank you so much. My guest told me I was the best interviewer since she was interviewed by Oprah. So I'm going to start putting that on my bio. Like, thank you very much, Victoria. But still working to get to where Michael is. But if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, marketing it, monetizing it, just, you know, slide into our DMs and we'll we'll, we'll come up with something. You want to hear a cool Oprah story before we log off? Absolutely. I always want the celebrity gossip. Hello. <laughs> so 
I had a very interesting uh, experience. There's a I was listening to the Tim Ferriss show. Yeah. And he had a guy called Cal Fussman on the show. He was the uh, writer at large for Esquire. And Cal is one of the premier. He would do these immersive um, uh, installation interviews. Like he spent three months with Muhammad Ali. Well, yeah. And to get these, you know, and he, and he's interviewed. Like when you see one of those giant Esquire articles, Cal wrote it mm-hmm. generally. Mm-hmm. And it's leaders of countries, massive celebrities, like everyone you've ever heard of Cal has, and like on the highest earth level has interviewed. So he's yeah. a big timer. Yeah. And he was telling this story on the Tim Ferriss show where he was doing this Muhammad Ali uh, interview. And he had spent months with the family. And finally, like three months in, Muhammad Ali said, uh, come with me. And he takes him to the back. Mm-hmm. And there's a shed out back. And in that shed, there's a boxing ring and all of his memorabilia throughout the years and all the stuff he would use to, to train. And so now he's in this sacred ground after months of being with the family and all the trust that comes with that. Yeah. And so he mentions to Muhammad Ali, oh, you know, I was writing a story with Blanco Blank and I actually took some boxing lessons. So Muhammad Ali comes and he kind of holds it. And he's ravaged by uh, MS at this point. Mm. You know, he can barely move his limbs. Oh I think it was MS. Um, and he's, he's, you know, he's shaking and, and, and um, he, so Cal, you know, starts punching the bag a little bit and Muhammad said, you know, move your hips and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's great. And so... Muhammad Ali says, let me, let me give it a go. And he, he puts the gloves on, right? And Cal holds the bag. He's telling this whole story on Tim Ferriss. If you guys watch the, or listen to the first Cal Fussman episode, okay. uh, F-U-S-S-M-A-N. Okay. He says his first punch was like a rifle crack, and it almost knocked me off my feet. Mm. The power that he has in that punch. And he said for 60 seconds, bap, 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 And he's firing these shots at this bag and Cal Fussman's doing all he can do to hold this bag up as Muhammad Ali is drilling this bag. And he hits this last shot and he collapses with no more strength in his body. And it's the last punch he ever threw. Oh my God. And I was like, captivated by this story. I'm like, I'll never forget, I'm sitting on the edge of my bed listening to this going, oh my, it reminded me a little bit about being uh, in college and like when Howard Stern would have somebody on and you just couldn't get out of your car. Like it was just the most engaging, unbelievable interview. And so I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. So fast forward two hours of the same day and I get a text from a buddy of mine. He says, hey, I got a friend who's looking to launch a podcast. Will you, uh, will you talk to him? I go, yeah, totally. And he, he introduces us. It's Cal Fussman, the guy that I just heard on the Tim Ferriss show is oh the guy God. that he wants the, to help launch a podcast. What are the odds? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so then I get on the phone with Cal and we talk for like two and a half hours. He's like this Northeastern Jew. I'm from Philly. I was the one Gentile in the town I grew up in. It was like this, like, oh, I, I knew him my whole life. So we had this amazing thing. I ended up interviewing on the show. He says, hey, why don't you come to, to breakfast uh, with us? I said, great. The breakfast is at a, a, a bagel deli, which I'm sure you would know. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head right now. What the oh, in title Beverly was. Hills. In Beverly Hills. I know what's coming next. You told me yes. the story before. I just yeah. got it. I'm getting a flashback. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so 
I don't know what's happening other than I think I'm going to get a chance to interview Cal Fussman. So yeah. I have my tripod. I'm going to film it. I'm, I've got all my recording gear with me and stuff. And I, yeah. I get an Airbnb and I show up and Cal gets out of his car and I'm right in front of the thing. And he looks at me. He goes, this isn't that. And I was like, oh, like, ah, like, oh, I totally blew this. And so I went and and uh, put my so stuff funny. away. And I come back in and I sit down with Cal Fussman and Larry King. Larry King. The, he's done 40,000 interviews. Larry and Cal had been having breakfast together for 18 years every wow. day. Every day they would go to that diner. Larry would get his cornflakes. He'd bring his own cornflakes to this thing. Really? And Cal would to get a bagel. Diner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they would just serve him and they would have this little corner table. And when we were there, it was like all these icons of like... Wow. 50s, 60s, 70s Hollywood telling these stories. And I said, oh my God. And so I'm sitting, I, my mom would have died. Yeah. Like with, you know, oh. and I said, um, I'm with two of the most legendary interviews in history, sitting at a table, me and those two guys. And I said, of the people that are out there now, who do you think is, uh, you know, an incredible interviewer? And Larry said, he said, Oprah Winfrey. And, and I said, why? He says, well, I once saw a show and she was interviewing somebody. And they've got a studio full of people. There's 150 audience members. There's 50 crew. Everyone's running around. And she's in this very heavy, deep, sad story. Mm. And this guest is telling this story. And she's dug in. As we get sometimes, you get these emotional stories and it's quiet and it's serene and it's, you don't want to do anything. It's like a feather could drop and ruin the moment. Yeah. So you've got to really stay, you're Just walking this, in. you've got to walk this tightrope of, yeah. you know, of, of, of show. And then a commercial break happens and it's chaos. People are running around and fixing makeup and drying foreheads and audience members are getting drinks and things or whatever. Yeah. He said one of the most incredible things I've ever seen is that they came back from break and Oprah brought the energy right back to that same quiet, serene. Mm. And he said, do you know how hard that is to do? Yeah. After chaotic energy for 90 seconds yeah. to bring this thing back to this beautiful, quiet thing. He said, it's one of the greatest interview techniques I've ever seen. I said, wow. That's cool. That is cool. Go Oprah. Yeah, go Oprah. It is the it speaks to the fact of energy is when we're in a lot of people around like how do you focus on the one person that you're talking to at that event or at that party without distraction? And I notice a lot of times Sometimes I'm talking to someone because we go to a lot of events and they're looking, I see their eyes looking around the room. Oh, like over else? your shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Who else is here? So I make it a very, very good point not to do that. Unless I'm talking to a friend, then I don't care there. Right. But if I'm meeting someone <laughs> new, you know, and I'm just like, I, I'll, re, I'll check out the room. But if I'm meeting someone new, I make it a very, very good point not to do that because I feel not offended when that happens, but I'm like, you are not engaged in this conversation. So why am I actually saying words to you? Because my energy is very concerned. I need to, I only want to talk to people when they're actually listening. So if you're not listening, I don't need to say a lot. So if you're reading the room when I'm speaking to you, I'm out. So I try very hard not to be that person. Yeah, it's a good call. Yeah. And I'm sorry. not perfect at it. I can't, you know, but I like that. I like that story. It's a cool story. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry I made this sort of an, uh, uh, an XL episode because of it, but I hope it's okay. Uh, wait, how did you make it an XL episode? Like just ex ex super extended. 
It was like oh, an, it was like an extra X-rated. ten minutes. I'm like oh, extra large, extra. Oh, who cares? Not triple X, but XL. Anyway. Hopefully, hopefully, Food Station listen to the end. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for being here, and we're gonna be we're actually gonna be right back. But uh, Food Heals Nation, you'll hear it on the next episode of Food Heals about Michael's hair transplant, how he did it, and how you can do it too, because Michael has now inspired a lot of people to do it. And if you're thinking, oh, this doesn't sound like for me, Istanbul, where is that? That sounds expensive. It's a lot cheaper than getting it done in the U.S., right, Michael? Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Like a quarter. Lily just shook her head too. She's like, nope, we're going to Istanbul. She's about to jump in your lap. There she goes. There she goes. <laughs> Great ending. All right, we're going to pet the dog, and we'll be right back for the next episode with Michael. Michael, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.